United States Institute of Peace, along with Sirius XM's POTUS Channel 124, now present their weekly podcast. Iraq is in an interesting position right now. That is that they have had uh, their elections, and yet forming a government has proved to be problematic. There are a lot of issues on the table. Who's getting together? Who's at the table, I guess, is one of the big questions. Let's talk about it with Sarhang Hamasid, who is a director or director of Middle East programs at the United States Institute of Peace, tweeting at Sarhang Salar. We will spell it out for you at the end. Sarhang, welcome back. Thank you for being on POTUS today. Thank you. Thank you. Good to be back. Is this atypical? In other words, is, is this something where it would take typically this long after elections to actually come up with a government? Uh, in Iraq, uh, it is a typical uh, timeline so far, and uh, the parliament just convened its first session. It was supposed to um, uh, appoint or there should be agreement of the speaker of the parliament, the president of the country, and also uh, um, the nomination of the prime minister. They failed to agree on the first um, uh, position uh, the speaker of the parliament, and that will have obviously ripple effects on the timeline for appointing the other positions. But this is not uh, this is not unprecedented uh, in the sense that uh, in 2010 the Iraqi government formation process it took uh, almost seven months. What are the issues that keep the government from being formed more quickly? Uh, well, the, the, the major uh, issue in Iraq is the, how do the, uh, the diverse political powers come to an agreement uh, on the key positions of the government. Uh, this time around, they, they seem to emphasize more about how do we come together on a government program than, that will be responsive to an angry public that has been demonstrating and that has shown um, uh, uh, sometimes through some violent, um, uh, uh, mostly peaceful, but with episodes of, uh, of uh, clashes uh, that the public uh, uh, demonstrated against the performance of the government. So this time around, they claim that they try to agree on a program then on, on the key positions. But the fact remains for the government to be formed, you need to agree on those key positions. And you have two major forces in the, on the Shia side, the majority of the country, that are split. Uh, they are going in different directions. They have not been able to uh, form the largest bloc in parliament in terms of having the highest number of MPs, 165, uh, that will enable them to nominate a prime minister. So for that formation, uh, for any of the, these two Shia bloc, one led by uh, Muqtada Sadr and uh, uh, supported by prime, uh, current Prime Minister uh, Abadi, and on the other side, former Prime Minister Nur al-Maliki and supported by Hadi al-Amri, one of the leaders of the popular mobilization forces closest to Iran. Those two forces have not been able to seal the deal internally within the Shia house. And they have not been able to secure uh, the participation of the Kurds and the Sunni Arabs on uh, on their side. So unless those two forces, the, the, the two Shia forces, come together uh, and form a majority, or they uh, convince the Kurds and the uh, Sunni Arabs to join, neither side will be able to uh, form that key government. And external pressure from the United States and Iran has played a role and forming or not forming uh, these blocks. Give us a sense, so we understand better, how strong the position of the prime minister is, not just as an individual, but as the prime minister in the Iraqi government. 
the position, uh, there are different interpretations. The position of a prime minister is definitely the, among the three positions, the uh, speaker of the parliament and the president of the country. Uh, the prime minister's position is the strongest. Uh, he's the head of the executive uh, branch of the government. He is the commander in chief and uh, therefore uh, will have access to uh, uh, important uh, decisions. So he will be uh, uh, making important decisions. He will be uh, a, pl- a key player in Iraq's foreign policy in terms of how your, uh, Iraq positions itself uh, with the regional powers, how it will, um, how this position will uh, manage uh, important security portfolios, reconstruction after the fight against ISIS. So uh, obviously, it has been granted that the uh, the Shia uh, will take that position. But which camp of the Shia between Muqtada Sadr and Maliki and Hadid Amri? This is where the issue lies. And uh, both the regional countries like Saudi Arabia and Turkey uh, and also the United States wants a certain camp to uh, to, to win. Not, that's not pro-Iran. That uh, will take Iraq away from that. And Iran obviously wants that position to be someone that they can rely on, that will be a mitigating effect of U.S. pressure on Iran and during sanctions, uh, they will be uh, that, that they will be more favorable to Iran. I mean, obviously, there are deeper issues uh, at stake as well. Tsarang Hamasid is with us, Director of Middle East Programs at the United States Institute of Peace. In a recent uh, op-ed in Al Jazeera, Harith Hassan, who is a senior fellow at Carnegie Middle East and a former senior fellow at the Atlantic Council, noted that there are problems in the country like youth unemployment. Um, It's about 20 percent. There are a lot of areas of issues right now that need to be addressed and saying that essentially there's a lot of anger in in the country. There are several areas that a new development strategy needs to address. Uh, give us a sense of how you see the issues before this government and how they can solve them and, and what role the U.S. should play. I mean, obviously, that's a lot to do in just a couple minutes, but if you could give us a sense of the direction they need to go in. Indeed. I mean, the, the different Iraqi communities, the Kurds, the Sunni Arabs, the Shia Arabs, and the religious minorities are on different timelines in the country when it comes to what are their asks and aspirations uh, for the Iraqi government? On the Sunni side, uh, so and on the national central government, there are key portfolios of continuing uh, the fight against ISIS, the ideology and the remnant cells that continue to pose a problem. Second, rebuild after the massive destruction of the areas after the fight against ISIS. Uh, return to about two million people who continue to remain uh, to be displaced. Uh, for the south of the uh, the country, uh, for the, even during the existential fight of the Shia with this uh, terrorist organization, uh, ISIS, the people were continue to complain and say, okay, we lack water, uh, clean water, we lack electricity, we lack uh, health care, job opportunity, and then there is a problem with uh, systemic corruption in the government, and they just want better lives. And what really pu- usually pushes the people over the edge is the heat of the summer and now uh, recently uh, in, in, in uh, serious water problems uh, in Basra. And Basra is, is a province uh, in Iraq that is a lifeline for the country in terms of uh, it's the, the major producer of oil that gives uh, access to international sea. Um, international waters, and uh, when that city uh, uh, is unstable, then it means uh, instability for the rest of the country. Um, So these are the key issues. It's an accumulation of grievances over the years. 
the Grand Shia cleric Ayatollah um, Sistani uh, uh, has come online to help manage the anger and called for controlled anger uh, because he realized that if the Shia street revolts, uh, it becomes the, the political system could go down. So he is playing a, a stabilizing role. The United States' uh, role is critical in the sense that it can, uh, and other countries, I and mean, Iran has an important role to play as well, in getting the Iraqi uh, political forces to come together, form this government quickly. And the most important thing is this government has to deliver on those uh, line, issues that I mentioned. And they, so a mediating role by the United States, second, technical support to manage these complex portfolio issues, uh, and third, helping the regional uh, actors uh, uh, come together on some sort of agreement and not turn Iraq into a proxy, uh, proxy battleground. So we can get this wrapped up in a couple of weeks, I guess. Uh, no, obviously, I'm, I'm kidding around about that. Uh, a complex situation. Sarang Amasid, as always, thank you for joining us on POTUS today. Thank you, thank you. Sahang uh, Hamasaid is Director of Middle East Programs at the United States Institute of Peace. Wherefore goeth Iraq at this point? A complicated situation. He is tweeting at Sarhang Salar at S-A-R-H-A-N-G-S-A-L-A-R. This podcast has been brought to you by the United States Institute of Peace and Sirius XM's POTUS, Channel 124.